Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You know what's super hot to me? When my guy comes at the same time that I do. That's right. That's top of the mountain for me. But it rarely happens, and that's because there's an orgasm gap. Women take a little bit longer to come than guys. But that's okay because there is a solution, and that's promescence delay spray. Their delay spray is clinically proven to make you last longer in bed without having to worry about lasting longer in bed. And that's because it's not going to totally numb you out and it's not going to transfer to your girl. And for your girl, let her try their warming gel. It is my personal fave. They also sell lube and condoms. They have everything you need for a really hot night of sex. And not only do I recommend Promescent products, 2,000 medical professionals recommend them too. So go get yourself some Promescent. Go to delayspray.com and get everything you need. They have a money-back guarantee. There's free shipping and your package is going to arrive discreetly. So no one's going to know what the F you bought. Thanks Promescent for sponsoring this episode. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed me yet on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. <laughs> if you haven't subscribed to my podcast, make sure to subscribe to my show on whatever podcast app you're listening. If you love my show and feel like it, give me a five-star rating. That helps my show too. If you want to be on the show, <laughs> this is a call-in show, show. There's that word again, where I talk to people while they remain anonymous. Everyone remains remains anonymous on um, my show because I change everybody's voices. Everybody's voice is changed here. You make up a name. You could call me from a block number. You just got to tell me your true story. So if you have a true, interesting, secret, naughty life that you want to talk about, or you have a problem that's interesting and you have no friends or no one wants to talk to you about it anymore and you want my unprofessional advice, I'd love to talk to you. Send me an email to be on the show. You could send an email to strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. You could go to Instagram or Twitter or follow me there at strictanonymous and DM me there. Or you could go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Just give me like a short paragraph about what you'd 
be talking about. If you want to just leave a naughty confession, I changed those voices there too. So my anonymous line is also strictly anonymous. It's a strictly anonymous confessions line. You could call that 247. The number is 347-420-3579. Again, 347-420-3579. Now listen, it is the end of the summer. I always think, because I'm like a warm weather person and I live in New York City, so we get cold next, you know, it gets fall and then cold winter. The seasons change, but every summer, and I don't know if other people feel this way, uh, I think to myself, like, I really believe, it's not even that I think, I just know that this is the time that winter's never going to come. Like, summer's just going to stick. It's not going to be like it is always. Like, this summer's just going to last. Things aren't going to change, right? I don't know. I, like, trick myself into believing that. And then when the fall starts to come and that disgusting 64 degree weather comes, oh, I just can't, I don't hate anything more than the fucking fall and the change of seasons. And I'm always devastated. That's when I realized that I thought that the summer was going to stick. Like I said, I don't think about it when it's happening. It's when the fall comes and it doesn't happen that I think like, oh my God, like what's fucking happening? Like, why isn't it still the summer? It's like, why didn't this one stick? (laughs) It's never going to stick, right? I don't know. Do you guys follow me what I'm talking about? I don't know. I hate the fucking fall and everyone loves it. And I hate all you people that love all the leaves changing. It's disgusting. It looks ugly. Even if it's sunny and 90 degrees, it just looks different because the sun is different. I don't know. I hate the fall. Louis, uh, not Louis C.K., the other, Louis Black, I think it is, right? He has a great 15-minute fall bit. Uh, He fucking hates the fall, too, and it's the best little comedy bit I ever heard because it is my sentiments exactly. I don't think I could air his comedy on my show because maybe that would like be stealing or something, but go Google it. I'll put a link to it. I'm going to find it because it's really good, but I hate the fucking fall, Um, but it is the end of the summer, so happy long weekend to everybody. This is airing on Monday. You'll probably all be listening to it when your weekend is over, so... Welcome to, you know, so that September to December stretch that things get really super busy. So I'm doing a repeat episode. I pulled one from the past. I edited it a bit because in the past I used to interrupt a little bit more or a lot more. And I repeated words. Oh, my God, it was so bad. Uh, but the, she was a very interesting guest I I am assuming a lot of you have not heard her episode because it was like back in 2017 or 18, but it was like great. Her name is Nicole. She came on first. She came on all the way from Australia. She's got that hot Australian accent. She was dating a much younger guy. She's totally bisexual. They have a very open relationship and they definitely play together and do a lot of stuff. He called in after her. His episode, I think, is 256. His name is Brett. I'll link to that episode in the description. But on this episode, we get her whole backstory, like when she first started hooking up with girls, uh, you know, what she's done since and what she's done with her boyfriend. 
with girls. We talk all about all the stuff that they're into together. They're in a long distance relationship, so they have a lot of fantasy play with each other that includes like their fantasy with like gangbangs and daddy dom stuff. And they did discover that they were into bondage and BDSM together, and they definitely switch it up when they're together. We talk about that. They're very into being exhibitionists. They're into spitting and sex candles and cages and pegging. They go to a fetish club called Torture Garden. That's in the UK. She's very specific. They're very kinky together. Uh, He's a lot younger than her. She's the older one in the relationship. Um, So anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Nicole. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Uh, hey, Nicole. Welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. You're on with Kathy. How are you today? Wherever hey, you are. Kathy. I'm good. Thank you. Where are, are you? you? Can, do you mind telling me? I don't know. Does it matter? Like the country, at least. You're in another country. Yes. I'm in a Scandinavian country in Europe. Oh, okay. Interesting. So we're talking to your listener. Everyone's listeners now that call in. And when you wrote that right in, when you wrote in, you wrote in, it was sort of like an email from you and your partner. You guys are a couple. Yes. And you guys are a couple that are into a lot of things. Like I was literally trying because you sent me a long winded email with a lot of stuff in it. <laughs> and we were trying to figure out between the three of us, like whether I would do the both of you on a call or do you guys separate. But I feel mm-hmm. like you guys, it would be really interesting to talk to a couple that have a very open relationship and do a lot of sexual things with each other and get the man's sort of perspective from it as well as the female. Even though it's going to be the same story, I feel like there'll be different things coming from both of you. So today we're going to talk about you first. You're Nicole. Now you told me in your email that you and your boyfriend, you have a long distance relationship, but there's 10 years between you guys. One is older, one is 10 years younger. Who's older and younger? What are the ages of you guys? Like, what are your age? <laughs> Who's the well, younger I'm one? I'm lucky. So I'm 32 and he's 22. So I have a little baby. <laughs> so you're 32 and he's 22? Yes. Okay. So you're the older one. Now, how long have you guys been? How old have you guys been? How long have you guys been dating? Two years. Okay. And now, I mean, because you said like in your email, you're into a lot of things. One of them is that you are bisexual and you were with women before. That's something that you and your guy will probably get into. But you did that before him. So were you always involved in like really open relationships with people? Like when did you start experimenting sexually? Like before him? Like what's your backstory? Well, my actual first boyfriend was the first I had a threesome with. I mean, I was... I was 17 when I met him and then I moved to the States. I lived there for a bit and in the States, no, actually not. When I was 19, I was still in this Scandinavian country I'm at now. So we got a little drunk one night and my friend who was going to, well, I took her on a like a double date because mm-hmm. I wanted his friend to have some fun as well. But right. his friend was obviously boring, so she came up to the bedroom where we were at. We just started talking about how boring his friend was, yeah. and her and I just started kissing. Were you loaded? Uh, were like, the alcohol involved? Like, did you guys know? Like, did she know that you were into girls? Was this? Did you know you were into girls? Like, did something that just happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew. I knew I was into girls as well because the first girl-on-girl experience I had was like when I was six. 
Okay. And we were just like dry humping each other. And, and I remember I liked it, but I didn't know why. And then when I was in my high school years, 15, 16, 17 and onwards, I had a lot of experiences with girls. So you were sort of and openly I, into girls. It wasn't like a secret kind of a thing. Well, I didn't say it to anyone besides my mom. I tried, I told her once, like, mom, I'm gay. And she's like, okay, cool. I said, well, it was a joke, but. (laughs) (laughs) But I wasn't openly gay. I'm not openly gay now. I don't feel gay. I just like, I've never had feelings for a girl. Mm -hmm. I just like the female body and the sensualness of a girl, really. Yeah. Don't you think that's bisexual, right? Wouldn't that be the term for it? No, yeah, yeah. I can I can definitely say I'm bisexual. I just haven't had a crush in a girl ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this girl was your friend. Did she know that you had been with girls before? Had she did you know whether she was with girls before? Was it her first experience? Oh, she was a complete slut. She'd been with everything and everyone. So I knew. <laughs> right. So uh, I guess she knew. I can't remember if we talked about it, but I wasn't really shy. I've never been a shy girl. So I guess she knew that I had tried with girls as well. So we just started kissing mm-hmm. and like fiddling a little bit I guess now this is like 12 13 years ago so I don't really remember yeah. what order but he didn't fuck her but he fucked me we ate each other everyone I ate her she ate me he ate her he ate me we kissed and and then we fingered each other a little bit and then he fucked me and we went to bed everyone had lots of fun but I had a really bad experience of eating pussy back then because she tasted horribly <laughs> you are kidding me you're friend no I, yes she did I couldn't tell her obviously but and since then I've had girl experiences after that but I just haven't been able to go down on the girl because it was of that, that incident. yeah and a few months after this incident I moved to the states and I still had my boyfriend here so I wasn't cheating or anything on him yeah but then I met this girl in New York. I lived in New York at the time and mm-hmm. I studied architecture. Mm-hmm. And I met this girl called Philippa. She was really cool. She was a model. She was hot as fuck. And mm-hmm. we became friends. And she said, I want to eat you. And I said, well, sorry, I got a boyfriend. I've mm-hmm. got to ask him first. And this is back in 2004. So I had to email him and ask for his permission. And he said, yeah, sure, go ahead. Tell me all about it. Yeah. So we that's my second girl-on-girl experience. And we had fun for like three months. And then I actually didn't go down on her once. I told her I was about just going to say, you said that you were yeah. like, and she was okay with it. She was completely okay with it. But I found out after why she fell in love with me. And that's why she wanted to wait till I was ready and all that. But I, I just didn't have that for her. I just wanted some fun. Right, right, right. Oh, she kind of had a crush on you and was hoping for yeah, more. So, so she was pa- being patient yeah. with you. Yes. So you ne- so you, have you never gone down on a... Is that what you said, right? You still haven't since Not that- after that, no. Wow. <laughs> How bad are her pussy smells? <laughs> I mean, something no. must have been wrong with her because I'm sorry. <laughs> like, how could... Why would it... Like, you know what I mean? Don't you think maybe she had an infection or something? Did you tell her afterwards? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, I think... I never asked her this because I didn't want to be rude, but I think she might be fucked up my best friend and then came up to me. I don't know what it was, but she, I don't know. I was young also, so I may have not just realized the smell or the taste or whatever, but it just stuck with me. <laughs> you, and you didn't like it. But you said that you, before no. her, you did have experiences with women. Was that the first time you had gone down on a woman with her? Was she the first yes. one? Oh, okay. Yes. So maybe you don't like it. I don't know. You have to try again and report back. Yeah, but I like my own. Like when me and, and Brett, my boyfriend, mm-hmm. have sex, I like to taste my own. And I think that's sexy and I don't mind it. I don't and think it should or- have any t- f- like taste. Do you know what I mean? Like That's just, what I mean. Yeah. yeah. I think she, something was wrong. And I think sometimes you could be maybe. a little musty down there. But when like once you start like getting into it, like that wipes <laughs> off. Like if it's just the outer coating. Do you know what I mean? Like if you've been out all day. But yeah, no, definitely. It should yeah, not be right. persistent unless... 
She yeah. could have had a yeast infection or a bacterial infection. You know, if it was really strong odor, something was wrong with her. You need to try again with somebody else other than No, yourself. yeah, definitely. And I'm all up for that. Like uh, after I came back from the States a few years after I, uh, I met a girl who was a lesbian and, and we were at a party and I had a boyfriend back then as well. And he was there at the party and he go and she goes like, can I eat you? And I was like, yeah, but my boyfriend has to look like watch. And she goes, yeah, no worries. So she, <laughs> she goes down there because it, and it's the worst ever experience I've had. You're kidding. Girls and boys. No, I'm so like The, the straight up lesbian, <laughs> you would think she would be the best. That's what I mean. But no, no, she was so like, it was so hard. Her tongue was so hard on the clear. <laughs> oh and just my God, that's so it. bad. Yeah, oh, he's not even good and to kiss just, somebody with their tongue t- too tight. No, you know I mean? know. Yeah. And I just had to tell her, like, just let my boyfriend finish. So she just watched and he finished and that was it. <laughs> wow, what a disappointment. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, talk to one of them they stay anonymous i can't hang up that's all the rules i never know what's going to happen we get serious ones i've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison i've talked to people who survived mass shootings crazy funny ones i talked to a guy with a goose laugh somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends i never know what's going to happen it's a great show subscribe today beautiful anonymous I know it's really disappointing, but I still like girls and I want to try it again. But like, right. like I wrote in the email, I've had, we've looked, me and Brett looked to find another girl. And I actually went on a few dates to find girls, but they're just, many girls are so like boring, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we haven't found the right one yet. You need to find someone more like you. you I to, guess so. Yeah. yeah. Just open-minded. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Not looking for anything more. But and maybe someone like very experienced that's gonna know that like their snatch is not gonna be smell bad. Do you know what I mean? I don't know what was going on with your friend, but she should have prepared. Like, cause don't you sometimes if you don't know, like you take a little sniff beforehand just to make sure. You know what I mean? Like, how did she not know? I don't know. I think that that's just so bad. That's so. I have no uh, idea. Oh, but God. I'm gonna move on because people are probably irritated because you have so much other stuff going on that like why are we harping on the worst part of your story? <laughs> so you meet this guy two years ago, Brett. Did now was this your first open relationship with this guy? I mean, I know like your other boyfriend said, oh yeah, let go with another girl. Did you have open relationships always in your life, or did it? start with this guy because he was long distance well no god no my ex he was a muslim and he uh, it's not about the muslim uh, part i think but he was really he didn't like me being very sexual he thought i was well i don't know we just had a really bad relationship we didn't have sex for a year we lived together he didn't even kiss me and you were um, monogamous with him because you said you're like yep. faithful. okay so yep. you put up with that you didn't have did you do other things no, God, uh, yeah, sometimes <laughs> sometimes when he was asleep, I would make myself come, but I had to be really quiet because he didn't like it. And it was just, it was just a horrible relationship. Fuck me, I can't do that again. Yeah, that's weird. Could no sex for a whole year, but I've been with all kinds of guys and I've dated weird ones with sex. Like, it's so bizarre. People would think, what well, guy wouldn't want to fuck a girl, but there's guys out there like that. It's like a weird thing. Yeah, I don't get it. But was it because of whatever. his culture? Was it part of his religious no, beliefs? No, no, I th- he no. Had, no. He had, no, no, God, no. He had a problem getting it up, really. And the first six months, he told me, so he took Viagra, I didn't know. And then after he told me, he felt comfortable enough not to take Viagra. And then his sex drive went and we went to the doctors. But over here in Europe, they're not really keen on giving any hormones. So he didn't want to take anything. And then he didn't want to kiss me because he thought if he's going to kiss me, then I'm going to think it's going to lead to sex. And if oh, I, if God, I thought, 
was he was a weird. That. He had other issues going yeah. on. I mean, they might have played out like physically, but that was he had mental issues, emotional issues. God, yes, because he wasn't probably that old. I mean, you were how old at that? Time? Oh, like, he well, he was. He's forty now. So, but when uh, was he? This then? is like five years ago. Yeah, yeah I mean, thirty-five. Too young for those kind yeah. of issues. He was a mental. That's case. what I mean. Yeah. So, how did you meet your guy? Because you guys have a long distance relationship, right? He lives in another country, but he lives in the UK, and I live in Scandinavia. And me and a friend was in Grand Canaria holiday and he was there with some friends and we just met out and about on a club and my friend she hooked up with a guy I'm not really up for that I need connection sex Mm -hmm. so I can't I don't really do um, one night stands at random yeah it's not my Mm -hmm. thing I have done it once and it was actually the second best sex I've ever had so I'm not gonna right it usually (laughs) doesn't happen (laughs) so she went to our hotel with this guy and I met my boyfriend's crew and so I just went with them to party at their hotel and I ended up staying there we didn't have sex we didn't we did kiss actually but that's it and we just talked and talked all night and then we hung out for a week we didn't do anything actually came back and he came back we just stayed in contact and I surprised visit him I was so nervous I thought fuck it now what what if he got Gil (laughs) yeah because you liked him you knew that you liked him I, I liked him, uh, and obviously I didn't know his age because I was a real ageist back. In I the was going to ask because, I, as a woman yeah. who has oh, had younger guys interested, like sometimes, like I don't know, I don't want to be with someone that makes me feel old. You know what I mean? Like I, I could be an yeah, issue yeah. for most women, which I, I totally understand. So you were like not looking for a way younger guy. No, God, no. But I, to be fair, oh, I look really young. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm 32, but I look. Like I'm 25. I usually hear 25 maximum. Yeah, and listen, I don't like to see people's pictures. Okay, like I'm really anti it. I feel like I could give a better interview and talk in the most like non-judgmental way, knowing like sort of nothing physical. Take those things out of the equation, and people are just people. And it's I don't know. There's something about not seeing people that really works for what I do on my show. But is Mm. this your? But you call me through WhatsApp, and uh, pops up this picture in my face. Okay, so I can't not (laughs) see it. Let me look at my picture. Is that you? Yeah, it's definitely me. Okay, I well, you're like a 10.5, okay? Yeah, and you look like you're really hot, okay? And people want to know those things. I normally ask people, like, what are you on a scale of 1 to 10? But I could tell you all she's like a 10.5. It's a hot picture. It's just like your face. Oh, yeah, but I mean, me, I can yeah. just see you're like extremely attractive. You're not just pretty. You're also very sexy looking. I mean, like you're, and like I said, I don't like to know those things because I, it's just, I just would ask you, but I see it because when you called me, it popped up in my face. So I could tell everyone that you're super hot. So of course, like a 22 year old guy is going to be into you. Any guy would be. You're that kind of looking girl, which is only going to add to this episode because people want to know those things that a really hot girl loves sex. And I think that's what every guy's looking for because... I think a lot yeah. of girls, like you say, maybe they're like a little repressed or they're, when they, they just don't let their freak flag fly as much. But I think exactly the reason why people love the episodes where I talk to women, especially women like you that are super open minded and into a lot of things and enjoy it and are experimenting. They love to hear from those women. And the fact that you're like a 10 on top of it only adds to it. So anyway, so <laughs> you're super hot. I could see why he and so you didn't know how old he was at first, right? Is he really no, good looking too? me oh god yeah he's a model he's extremely hot he used to be yeah no yeah he's oh wow but (laughs) actually the first night i saw him i thought he looked scabby as fuck because he didn't he had like a real i like clean shoes like a clean look yeah it's really important to me appearance for some reason the first night he was just they had just arrived it was tired as fuck 
they'd gone to the gay scene because they were a big crew and, and uh, he was just wearing like ugly shorts and dirty sneakers and I think an ugly ass t-shirt and I met his his friend who's a girl that's how I met him because they were crew whatever and so I befriended her and he was mm-hmm. actually kissing another Scandinavian girl right oh, to me. so funny okay it is and she was like oh Brett you gotta come meet this girl he's like oh no I've got a girl ready I'm gonna fuck her and and then five minutes later He's like, oh, she couldn't kiss. What what Scandinavian girl you got for me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was no chemistry there with the other one. Yeah, no, not at all. So, uh, yeah, we just had really good chemistry. And he's been really cool from start with everything. He's, his motto is everyone is different. You do whatever fits you. And we're doing this as a couple. If it doesn't suit us as a couple, we're not doing it, basically. And if it doesn't, if it doesn't make you comfortable, I don't want it. So we basically get really turned on when the other one's turned on. Yeah, and like, when do you guys start having like these conversations? Because you guys do a lot of stuff with each other, right? He totally, you're totally who you are with him and he, you're both like sort of put your yeah. shit on the table. Like, this is what I like, this is what I don't. I would assume in your previous relationship, especially if you dated a Muslim guy, like you probably had a lot of backlash from guys, right? If you would tell them all the stuff that you were into. Because a lot of guys like... Oh, I've never been able to tell exactly what I'm into right? besides yeah. with Brett. Yeah. But I've always been open. I like to try any things, let's do this, but then you've been cut down and, and you stop telling. But I think me and Brett, we spoke from the start of what we like and what's cool, but we started slow, so mm-hmm. it's never been any pressured. And I think if you if you start telling, for example, like Brett, he has a fantasy of, of being raped by like really gangbang by like several girls, maybe ten. If he had told me that from day one, I'd be like okay well chill <laughs> yeah let's see what we can do first yeah um, but that didn't you know, come out till later stuff. right so you're that's what I mean yeah yeah it's like it's got to be sort of worked out you don't dump that all out in the first time but you felt I guess and I think sometimes it's like an unspoken thing like you just felt super comfortable with him from the start right yeah. that's what was attractive yeah. about him and that's why you sort of said okay to date a younger guy because you guys just had that thing going Exactly. For me, it's all about, I know I look good without say, without yeah. sounding like I'm an idiot. I yeah. know I look good, and but I don't act it sort of thing. And yeah. so I I know I can get attention from people, but I mm-hmm. don't want it. I want it from him. Right. And if he just gives that attention to me, I'll give it 10 times back to just him. Right. Now, I'm really faithful. I do. And I'm, I'm all up for, you know, you have to do whatever for your man and your woman, obviously, mm-hmm. or right. your man and man, whatever. Otherwise, someone else will do it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my view. And, and I think we have the same view. Not that we'll cheat. That's not what I mean. But I just think if he wants me to, to suck off uh, a dildo on FaceTime every day, I'll do that happily because it makes him horny. And that <laughs> makes me horny. And it does make you hard. I mean, you told me that you guys, because you guys have a long distance relationship. So when you're not together, you don't go with other people and you do a lot of sexting and FaceTiming and all that kind of stuff to keep each other hot. And then, but you did say that, and I, yeah. I'm assuming that this is when you're together and maybe a part two, you could do it where you have had things where you try to make each other come or he tries to make you come like 50 times. And the most you've gotten up to is like in one day, the most you've gotten up to is yeah, 35 yeah, 24 hours, How uh, yeah. <laughs> 24 hours you did 35 times. Yes, I mean, and I could not walk <laughs> the, other, the next day. Like my, because I'm when I come, I don't know about you or anyone else, but yeah. when I come, I tense my calves yeah. so hard, so I couldn't walk for days after. And I go to the gym five times a week, so I'm shaping your your good muscles, <laughs> yeah. right? But it's just a fun thing we do because he's a pleaser. So am I, but he really likes to watch me come. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so in his mind, he, I think it's because a mutual friend of ours who is older, who's older than me, and she's a girl, she just kept saying, oh, I think you suck in bed because you're young. And I think it stuck with him. Oh, um, right. So he's trying to prove something. <laughs> it, it really, yeah, yeah that could have he, benefits he's a you. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I'm not complaining. Over here, I don't know about you guys, but we call either you're a one or you're two or you're three if you're a guy. And if you're a one, it means you're you're good with either your tongue, your finger, or your dick. Just if one of two, those you're things. Good. Yes. Yeah. And if you're a two, you're good with two of them. And if you're a three, you're good with all of them. Oh. Now, I don't know how he's done this, but he's only 22. I met him when he was 20. He is he's a 10 out of 10 on all three. Really? <laughs> Yes, and it's just crazy to me. Like he makes me waterfall, he makes me squirt, he makes me come in twelve seconds. It's crazy. And I'm were you able to, to do his... that before with other people, or was he the first one? Once, no, once, and that's the one I stand I had. <laughs> oh, that's why it was the best sex. <laughs> one of the best sex you ever had. <laughs> yes. Hey guys, want to max out your erection and get your girl off all at the same time? then you need to get yourself a Tenuto 2 vibrator. The Tenuto 2 is an award-winning, flexible, wearable vibrator designed for men with women in mind. And that's because it has four perfectly placed motors, so it not only vibrates you in all the right places, it also vibrates your partner at the same time. The Tenuto has eight preset vibrations, 16 intensities to choose from, and just like everything else nowadays, there's an app that goes with it so you could customize your whole experience. The Chinuto 2 is also perfect for solo play. Want a mind-blowing, hands-free orgasm? Yeah, that's what I said. Hands-free orgasm. I mean, who doesn't want a hands-free orgasm? Go get yourself a Tenuto. And you're going to get 15% off when you use my code STRICTLY15. All you got to do is go to mysteryvibe.com. Use my code STRICTLY15. You're going to get 15% off. That's mysteryvibe.com. Use my code STRICTLY15 for 15% off. Thanks, Mystery Vibe, for sponsoring this episode. Really? Okay, so he was the first guy, though, real boyfriend. And in, when, when was the first time you guys had sex? Because you said it took a little while. I squirted and I came a lot by myself before him and the one I stand. But with a guy, it was these two. But when was the first time you and him had sex? I think it's a month and a half or two months after we met. I right. went to surprise him. And that's actually when he surprised me with a fetish club. <laughs> with a Oh, the fetish club. You did that, that right off the bat. But that was after yes. a month and a half of you guys talking. Were you talking like a lot with each other? So you felt yeah, like at that point you really knew like each other? eight hours a day. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. So that's cool. And now how many times did you see each other then? Because I'm assuming you guys met and then went back to your countries. Like you were separate, but you were talking a lot on the phone? Yeah, well, uh, yes. Yeah. So we meet about every other week. Okay. Sometimes it's for two days. Sometimes it's for four days. Mm -hmm. And then every six months or so, we see each other for a month. Oh, that's awesome. So you saw yeah. him and the first time was it just like amazing? Well, he took you to a fetish club? What kind of fetish? Was that the bondage thing? Because I know you guys, I mean, we're going to get into all the stuff you're into. It's, 
And I know Bondage <laughs> is one of them. Um, well, this this fetish club is is located in the UK. It's called Torture Garden, torturegarden.com. It's, a, it's an amazing venue. And I think because I'm very open-minded, I could enjoy it the first time. But I actually brought my friend there. She was not as, she didn't like it. <laughs> um, what, did you bring your friend it, on the date with your guy that you all were together? Or was this a different time? That yeah, you yeah, because, no, no, I did bring her because we were all friends. She was with me. So we became friends in Grand Canaria. I brought her there and then they... They just brought us to this torture garden thing. Right. Torture garden. T-O-R-T. That's torture, like torture chamber. Yeah. Okay, yep. torture T-O-R-T-U-R-E. garden. So you walk in, yeah. what's going okay. down inside there? Um, well, they basically tell us what we should wear. They fix it out here for us. And the first time I just had like a, a sexy body, sexy, like full one piece thing, whatever, and high heels and a whip uh, and a mask. Mm-hmm. And then we walk in and the first guy I see is completely naked and he has leather thong where his penis is sticking out. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm just like, wow, what is this place? Is this cool? <laughs> she she got freaked out. Um, and so we walk out, and it's a huge venue. It's like I don't know, ten ten thousand people maybe. Oh wow! Um, do they have this every week, or is it like a once a month thing? They do have they they have it every month, but the good times and the good venues are for Halloween. Christmas, I think, Valentine's and summer. So it's right, like four, so they have like a couple of big events. And so this was one yeah. of the big ones. And there was like 10,000 yes, people. Yes, this was there. Valentine. Right, yes. okay. And then there is one big dance floor where you can dance. And every everybody's really dressed sort of fetish outfit. They're really strict with their fetish outfit. You can go dress as whatever you want as long as it's really down to a fetish yeah. somehow. And then they have what are they called? Beds. <laughs> And yeah, well, they have, obviously they have beds, but they have like little caves where people get, I could go there on a bed, lay down. People can put dildos in me. People can tie me down if they want. You can have sex there. You, you can just watch. Mm-hmm. You can join in people having sex and you can dance and you can drink. So it's your just first, really, first time there, were you like totally horny? Like, was this like you got there and you were like totally <laughs> into it? Even though yes. your friend was freaking, was she like, I'm oh, out God. of here? Did she yeah, leave? But I, I, yeah, because we were not just me, him and her obviously we were like five six people yeah so the girl that i had met in bracken area took care of my friend so i could just be with brett and we went to my favorite place which is i call it the watch scene so i like being watched Mm -hmm. and this is like if you imagine you going to a big theater or opera whatever and you sit in the rows and they go downwards until stage yeah yeah. So the stage in this scenario is the actual uh, dance floor, the big dance floor. Mm-hmm. And then on this, where everybody's sitting, people are watching other people enjoying themselves. They could either having sex or blowing each other or just fiddling, whatever. And th- those um, are the people on the stage that you go up on the stage and then you do your business. No, 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 no. no? The, so the stage in this scenario is the dance floor. Right. So, and, but I mean, it's just, it's just, chairs basically going downwards to the stage so everybody is sitting on these chairs and you you can have an audience around you but they're not really a stage because Mm -hmm. the stage is the dance floor oh okay i get it okay yeah and uh, this is i've always wanted to try stripping Mm-hmm. But I didn't know one. I didn't know why. And this is when I realized, wow, I really like people watching me. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I'm going to try stripping at some point just because of this. But because I live in a Scandinavian country, everybody knows everybody here. It doesn't really work. 
Yeah, yeah. You don't um, want it to bump into your uncle or something. Like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No, God, my God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we we didn't have sex. I haven't actually had sex full on because I've had my period every time I've gone there. <laughs> yeah. But so, but we've done other things. Like he ate my ass, and we had a, an audience, and I loved it. And it's really safe. They know they have to ask before they do anything. And last time I was there was in the summer, I think. And we found a girl. She was so hot. I got turned on just looking by her like she was Brazilian I think really brown like small petite but voluptuous body yeah yeah, that's Brazilian. Like, yeah Brazilians are beautiful yeah mm-hmm. like blue eyes and really gorgeous but she was there with a guy and she said to us that she wanted to go with us but she couldn't leave him and we didn't want that guy he wasn't he wasn't cute and we weren't at that stage yet to invite a guy yeah so that didn't happen but we had fun anyway. But when, so when you guys go there, you fool, you're like with each other. So you're like, but you like every yeah. people watch you and stuff. Maybe you don't get it. Do, I love when people watch me. Yeah. Right. And what about your guy? He likes, does he like for people watching him too? Is that a part of his thing? No, he doesn't really mind being watched, but he do, it's not his thing. So he just get turned on by me getting turned on by it. We're going to um, have him on the show. So he'll tell us about his yeah. gangbang <laughs> fantasies and all that stuff that you said. <laughs> I know that you when So, I mean, you're so you're kind of like the first night that you have sex with him. This like this was like your sort of foreplay. You were at this place and then you went home and fucked him or did you fuck him there? Oh, no, we didn't fuck there. We, we right. haven't fucked there. I'm actually going to him on Thursday night, this Thursday night, so in two days. And he doesn't know I'm taking him there again, so it's a surprise. Mm-hmm. Hopefully then we'll fuck. Okay. <laughs> but no, so it's my thing to be watched. I like that whole eye contact. I like to see in people's eyes that they get turned on by me. And I love the couple's who get turned on by me. Uh-huh. But I don't mind. I don't mind any like single, uh, coupled, old, young, fat, skinny. I don't mind it. it. It's just a really turn on for me to watch their eyes and them jerking off or fingering or whatever. Right. Uh, I got it. It's yeah. not like you're attracted to them. You're attracted to no, them no, being no. attracted to you. That's exactly, what turns yes. you on. But yes. that's why it doesn't matter whether what they look like or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a good point. So you go home and then that's when you guys have sex the first time? No, no, actually not. We had sex the day before the first time. And it was really cute. Like we just had one of those like missionary looking in the eye and just a nice, really cute, nice sex. But he made me come and that's what matters to me. And it was the first time. I think that that's good yeah. that it started that way. No, it was a really way. good sex. And you yeah. know, I, he actually wanted to wait. And I said, no, fuck it. And I just pushed him in. And he just tells this story till the day uh, I'm going to die, I think. What, that he <laughs> was I'll wanting want... to wait and you pushed him in? That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's probably going to say it. But you yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the chemistry was there. Everything was good. And I mean, he obviously yeah. knew you were down to a lot of things because you went to this fetish club and you were mm. cool. You weren't freaked out like your friend. You were like into yeah. it. And I'm assuming you guys spoke about it afterwards. Is that when the conversation started about all this stuff? Right. I mean, well, you said you guys were really talking about stuff that you were into. He knew that you were bi and stuff like that ahead of time. Yeah. I've never really used a word bi. I think I've just said I'm, I like sex and it doesn't really matter, but I like female. So, yeah, he yeah. knew that. We've, we talked about from the day one, we talked about. Uh, what we like, what we've done, experiences, yeah. and how we'd like to evolve, and that. So, um, when yeah. did the bondage come in? Did you always know that you were into that, or is that something that you guys yeah. figured out together? I uh, know I've always liked that. I didn't know how much because me and him obviously explored even more. But since I had that first boyfriend with the threesome, we tried it, and it was cool. 
we haven't tried it to the extent where I've gone now, obviously, but I liked it. It just because I've always had positions in my workplace where I've been in leadership roles, mm-hmm. and I've always, I'm always, I'm usually very like dominant in my personal life as well. Mm-hmm. It just makes me feel really like safe and just comfortable letting loose. I think because you're the sub. Right? You like to be the sub. That's what you mean, right? Yes. You like to flip it in yes. your and when you're yes. being okay. I get it. So that night, coming from Torture Garden, the fetch club, he tied me down to the bed. That's the first time we tried candles. It could have been the next Torture Garden. I'm not sure, but I absolutely love a little pain. Not too much pain where I'm actually in a lot of pain, <laughs> but enough that you're just, feeling something. Yes, exactly. Because it just take it just makes me calm even more. And I think everyone should definitely try it. Not real candles, sex candles. What is the difference? Uh, Because like if you do real candles on your body, you can actually burn your body. Some people like that. But if you want to be safe about it, there is actually candles used for sex. You can buy in sex shops and such and they don't get as hot. Oh, that's interesting. That's good to know. Yeah. This is Brett. He researches everything that's making me feel very safe with him. Yeah, no, that's great that he does all that. Yeah. (laughs) He knows how to tie good knots with bondage so I don't I can't get loose but I still feel safe I don't know how he researched it but bless him <laughs> yeah well he was probably like bless her she's into this shit I'm gonna make sure to get it right oh, yeah, so that yeah, we keep doing it because he was probably like really excited let me ask you this is he like because he's the dom he takes that role Usually, and you said yes. it turns out yes. that he likes that role too how is he yes. more of a submissive like in his regular life and so he switches do you think that's how it typically works that people like to be the opposite of what they are? I wouldn't say he's submissive in his regular life. I would say he's very chilled. He's really chilled. He just goes with the flow, really. He yeah. doesn't like confrontation. He's more like passive he, than aggressive. Yeah, but he wouldn't like bow down to a... He wouldn't take shit from anyone, but he doesn't like confrontation. But I wouldn't say he's afraid of it either. So I right. don't know. He just... I think he just likes to be in charge. Although now, as I write in the email, we have switching tried a roles. little bit. Switch, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you find now that you like to be a dom a little bit. Yes, I think it's because he likes it. So I like it. Like we have this weird connection and everything he likes, I like. Like I have not been a fan of cum. Now I'm sorry, all the guys. I know you really like girls who like cum and all that. I'm not really a fan of cum, but he just really loves a girl to eat and play with cum. And spit has been a really big thing of his as well. So I had to learn to like it. And now I actually do like, especially spit and pre-cum. Pre-cum is my thing. I love pre-cum because that tells me you're really turned on. And obviously, I like people get turned on by me. So I think that's... Yeah, yeah, that's a part of your thing. So, and I think he always liked to watch me give blowjobs on dildos or on, like, we play with fruit and food, whatever. So, like, cucumbers or bananas or putting shit up my pussy, whatever. And he just likes the way I look when I do it. And he just likes... Also, he says I'm a really good actress. So he says I should be a porn star. Yeah. (laughs) So he thinks, so that's why he wants to see some, uh, like us two eating another cock or me getting fucked. That's how we change the roles now because he's me being turned on and me doing it or me getting fucked that my face is sexy. And I'm up for that. (laughs) And now, because that's a whole other thing and I'll talk to him more about that, but he recently is like open to being by curious or like maybe being with a guy. Has he ever been before? No, not. I think he hasn't realized it before that he's curious. Now he has to say this because 
it might be a sensitive subject. I don't know. <laughs> but I think he, he has never tried it before. But I think, well, he says it's because I start caught good when I do it on him and he wants to be a part of it. I don't really care what it is because yeah. I have a fantasy. I've always liked to guys getting it on. And that's what you said is recently it's been something that you've realized that you would like him to do to turn you on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's actually me who started the whole fantasy of it. And I think, I don't know, it might have made him happy. Maybe he had it before. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, he just, no, exactly. I couldn't care less. But I do like two guys either touching each other's dick or blowing each other. I don't really, it doesn't really turn me on with them kissing. But other than that, I'm fine with everything. I love it. So that. That should be cool. So we, yeah, we do a lot of fantasies. I was going to um, say, because you live long distance and you're both so highly sexualized yeah. and you have this, you yeah. have an open relationship in that you're kind of out there and open to other people, but you don't have an open relationship in that like you guys, when you're not with each other, are out screwing other people. You only have sex when no. you're with each other. It's not open like, yes. oh, you could go fuck other people when you're not with him and he does the same thing. You're very monogamous no, with each no. other. It's only open yeah. like when you're with each other, maybe you'll bring a third person in. How many times have you done that? Have you ever brought a girl in? I don't even know. Right? Uh, no, we haven't actually. We tried. We opened up a chat on like Tinder or Bumble. We did on Bumble, but you know, it's the same thing. It's like an app. And I actually went on a few dates to find a girl mm-hmm. for us for his birthday as a surprise. Yeah, and you couldn't um, find anyone, right? You said that already. I couldn't yeah. find anyone because they were either they didn't look as they did on their profile picture or they didn't say I don't know I could I just, it, the vibe wasn't there so yeah and then we went on vacation and we found a really cute Russian girl together but then she was with a boyfriend they always with the boyfriends who were really boring I don't get it and no. she wasn't and the boyfriend wasn't into it or she couldn't get away yeah the boyfriend <laughs> didn't like it so she couldn't get away she wanted to but she couldn't get away so we just had a bad luck I guess but, and then we found found two girls on a boat once and both of them were cute, but they were together and one of them didn't have the guts to and the other one wanted to, but she didn't want to because her friend was there and she didn't want a friend to know. And it was just a, like, oh, wow. So I just think it hasn't been meant to yet. It's hard to find. I have a lot of people to it find is, yeah. a single girl to come in yeah. to the situation. It's much easier to find a couple right to come in yeah. and do it that's what it, I find I from tried, talking to people I haven't tried finding a couple I think you yes um, I think that's the easier thing definitely and especially I'm going to tell you especially to find a couple like you guys were everyone's kind of by I think mm. that's easy yeah maybe yeah not, I mean in that world I mean not if you go to Walmart I mean like but <laughs> if you're like in the right place on the right website yeah that you're gonna find a lot of couples like you're not like oh mm. the, only the girl will go with the girl you know what I mean where so you're just like yeah. you stop there it's like pretty much you're pretty open to anything you guys would probably take somebody where if it was only the girl was by but the guy wasn't but if the guy was oh, you yeah. guys would be open to that too so I feel like you would be it would be easy for you guys to find and that's what you should look for I found through talking to people for over three years I'm almost four years doing this and I have to say, or three years, I have to say that the single girl that will be coming and be involved is like, the, they call it the unicorn. Like, that's the harder thing to find, the right situation. But couples don't have, I have found that couples find it pretty easy to find the other couples. I mean, you may have a problem, take a little while to weed out the ones that maybe you're not interested in and find the exact one that's right, meaning that you'd be attracted to them and whatever, but they exist. And especially because you guys are open 
and you're not so specific, like you would only do this or that, I think you would, that's the way you're going to get it done. Yeah, maybe. For real. Trust yeah. me. Listen to my shows. <laughs> I have. I've listened to everyone. Yeah. So <laughs> there's a lot of couples out there that are fucking other couples like all the time. I can't believe it. I, I make jokes about how when I go to the playground and like people talk to me, I start to think like, do they want to take me home? Like, are they hitting on me? Because I just think like all these <laughs> I'm in married- that position as well now because of your show. Like we've always said <laughs> we're not ready to fuck other people without each other. We're not yeah. there. But we, we always say we never know what's going to happen. We're like, we want to grow together. We want to marry each other. We want to have a lifetime together. We want to be partners. Yeah. So obviously we're going to get tired of fucking each other. Yeah. Now we know this might happen and it's fine, but we're just not there yet. <laughs> oh, you won't be there for a long time. I That's don't... what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. No. And you guys have such a rich like sort of fantasy life. And I think that I think being apart has helped foster that and create that and and make it actually like flourish. Like I think you could, you know, and I think that's really healthy. So you'll always have that even when maybe that goes. But I think that there's a lot of couples out there that just have that sex thing that stays with them. Like seriously, I think it could stay. Mm. It doesn't necessarily always have to go out the window with everybody. And because you guys are so open and into so many different things, I think you're not even close to it. When you start to have kids and stuff like that could be a different situation and changes things for a little while. But I think it doesn't necessarily have to become a time where you guys get bored of each other. But you, because you're open to doing so many different things, that's why it'll always keep it fresh. You're in yeah, no rush. Probably, you yeah. don't need to rush into having those other things. You have a, No, I know. Yeah. What if, and Because you have so many fantasies that you live out with each other. And that's like, that's <laughs> yeah. endless. That's endless because you're just creating yeah. that. In and your... we build them then. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have this whole, what's that thing where you have, where you like, you do a gang, like <laughs> tell me that because that was interesting. But I love so it. much fun. I love that. Yeah. So we created a WhatsApp chat, obviously just with us two and you can change the name of, of the course. WhatsApp yeah. chat. So this one is called, let me just go back and see it. So it's called Naughty and Wetness. And you have two people on there, but you're not each other. Like you pretend to be like you're role playing. Yeah, we're all playing. So it's me and him. So it's me and Brett. And then we add people. So <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> you're setting up people. a gangbang, right? <laughs> yes. So we're setting up a gangbang with me, maybe another girl and a bunch of guys. So what we do is if it's me talking in the chat, like actual me, Nicole, mm-hmm. I won't write anything else but what I'm actually writing. But if it's someone else named maybe Tina, then I'll add a little emoji at the start and the end of the message. And then we just learn and we'll say like the beginning of the chat, like, hi, I'm Tina. And we'll describe Tina a little bit. Like I like to eat calm. I'm a cleaner or whatever. And, and everybody just greets Tina in the chat. Now I think we're five people in the chat now. That's awesome. (laughs) it's funny because we actually sometimes discuss the chat, just him and me, and yeah. be like, wow, Tina was pretty, she was pretty keen today. She really wanted, and also he works at nights and I work days. So before he started his shift, sometimes we pretend that a couple of guys are going to come over here and fuck me, put cum in my pussy, and just I'll go to sleep with that and wake up in the morning with lots of cum so he can see it. And so before we we hang up and he goes to work, he's like, so are you excited for tonight? I saw the group chat. She's going to come over. And we send fake pictures in the group chat as well to make it real. It's just fun. <laughs> yeah, no, and it's probably really hot because if you really buy into oh, it, right, and let yourself oh, God, like, yeah. and you're really both able to go there 
in yeah. your mind and stay yeah. there. I mean, that's like what's hotter than that. Like you can create whatever no, kind of reality yeah. you want. So when you have like imaginations like that and stuff, like that's always going to keep the sex between each other because you're so on the same page. Yeah. We have girls in the fantasy as well where girls come to his work, sit down under his desk or whatever and give him blow job. And he tells me about that. So it's not just men fucking me. He also gets the half fun too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, that's awesome. And you could just pull out whatever you want. And because you know each other, mm-hmm. what each other really likes, you could like feed oh, each other. Oh God, yeah. So he can last for hours. Like honestly, he can last for hours and hours, but I can make him come in a minute. And right. I love that. Right. Yeah. And he likes for you to come a lot. Yes. <laughs> Are you multi-orgasmic? Like you could have multiples or yes. is it right? Oh God. Yes. No. How yeah, many can you have more than one? I could never have more than one. I mean, I could have one and then I could, and it's great. And then I wait 20 minutes and I could have another one, but like, I've never been able to have multiples. How does that, I mean, did you always, <laughs> I think people are just either wired one way or the other because. I don't think so because. You don't think so? You think you learned day, it? No. Yeah, I think so. Because I think it has to do with you being completely comfortable with yourself and your body, first of all. And then you have to be completely comfortable with your partner. I think you can be completely comfortable with yourself and your body, but it doesn't mean you have to be completely comfortable with your partner and the opposite. But I just feel like physically, like once mm. my orgasm is done, like my clit is just too sensitive. I can't, I Obviously, have to. yeah. So how do you push through that and come again like one second later? Like, cause I, from what because I it, think. Come it's, is not always about the clit. Like you can, like, let's say he's fucking me yeah. and I have a vibrator on my clit and yeah. I'm coming from the clit. I can take the vibrator off for maybe 10 seconds and he's still fucking me and yeah. I can let my clit just rest a little bit. Uh-huh. And, and then came, I can put... But you came from the... You came... You had a clitoral yeah. orgasm. So then you take it exactly. off and he's... So yeah. since the clit isn't being penetrated or touched, it, even though it's sensitive, you take it off and then you have a... Yeah. Like a vaginal orgasm. Yeah. But he now has a thing where he's challenging me to put to have the vibrator on while coming like keep it on oh so um, like kind of torturing you but maybe that's hard yeah if you, if you it could work really through hard. it it does and once you like go past that oh my god it's so Too sensitive yeah, it actually yeah, yeah. makes you come again i just think you both need to try different things because that actually works for me now it can also if your vibrator is good enough it can also make your clit Numb. Numb. Yeah, no, I never liked vibrators because I was always afraid that if I used it too much, like I would never be able to have, because I'm like, no dick is going to do that to me. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm just like. I, yeah, but it doesn't matter though. You can have the beautifulness of the vibrator and the dick at the same time. Right. Now I'm not, I've never been a fan of a dildo where I put up, never been my thing, but he bought me the best vibrator I've ever tried. I loved vibrators. I've tried them all. But this one he bought me. Wow. I'm telling every friend of mine. It's called Massage Wand. Massage Wand. On okay. Amazon. Yeah. It's a buy it on Amazon. I think it's like 35 quid. It's actually for massages. So it looks like a it looks like a mix between a massage thing and a dildo. And it's just called Massage Wand. The head of it sort of thing is really big. So you can't miss your spot. Because obviously us women are very different. On, under, over, beside, whatever. Yeah. So you can't miss your spot. Once you've found your spot, you just keep it there. And it's not, it doesn't matter if you move, it's going to be there. Now I've tried all of those suction ones where people say, they put it on and they stuck like your yeah. clit or whatever. I don't like those because it's too much on. 
Now, this one, it doesn't matter if I'm horny, not horny, if I'm tired, not tired. I put it on and I'm coming in within a half a minute. It's that good. Yeah. Yes. That's good yes. to know. Yes. So the massage, yes. wand, the hand, massage wand is the name of it. And people can get it and, on. Yeah. I think, listen, Amazon. when it comes to sex toys and stuff like that, like I think word of mouth is the way to go because I, you know, like, oh, definitely. like honestly, one of the, my favorite things I bought was, it was something called the click kisser. Don't even bother Googling it. Anybody that's listening now, because the new version <laughs> is nothing like the old version. It doesn't work. I tried it. It's gone. But the reason why I bought it, cause like I went on to like Adam and Eve at the time, there was no Amazon back then. And I just like bought, like I, I bought like the, it was like the top 10 and I bought like the number one thing, which was this thing called the click kisser. I had to literally throw it away because I was so used and abused. I wouldn't leave my house. My friends were calling me. I didn't want to go anywhere. Like it was the best thing that was ever created. It was one of those suction things with a vibrator and it really worked and it was just like amazing. But, and then I, like I said, I had to get rid of it because I was so addicted to it. It was like almost too good that I thought, oh, my pussy is going to like really age a lot from this thing. Do you know what I mean? Because it was like <laughs> sucking it. And so I'm going to be like, like I'm seven. <laughs> Yeah. down there after like a weekend it was because and that that was a reason why it was number one and everyone loved it because it really was the best thing so and then like I mm. said I tried to buy it again like maybe five years ago and it didn't work and it's not so great anymore but so I think it's great when you hear another woman who's tried it all and said like oh my god this is like the greatest thing people should go out and buy it because it probably is yeah. And I'm sorry, I said the wrong name. It's not massage wand. It's magic wand vibrator. No, you said that, I think. Magic wand okay, cool. vibrator. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. People should go. Yeah. What about, let's talk about your before, because we're almost at an hour, but what about your, <laughs> you have a daddy fantasy. Like that's an interesting thing that you have yes. that you talk to. Why don't you explain that? You got some hot scenarios there that you told me. I think the whole daddy fetish is pretty sexy. One of my go-to fantasies when I want to come at night or in the morning or whenever really is one where I am a daughter of a dad and he's invited his friends over for this poker night and they've paid me a little bit to wait on them. And obviously I see that they find me sexual and sexy and my dad gets a phone call. to He has to go somewhere. And then the guys just start throwing sexy comments, trying me out, seeing what I'm capable of doing, what I want to do and whatnot, giving me money. And I'm teasing them because I obviously like it. I'm a, I like people watching. So that's when they end up banging me, all of them, for money at the end of the poker night. One of them. And when you say, like, when people say um, the and daddy... And that me well because... No, that's a hot fantasy. And, but when you say the yeah. daddy thing, does that mean you want to be with the daddy or that just, it, it revolves around that sort no, of scenario, no, no. right? <laughs> no, I know, because your dad leaves, right? So all these things yeah. have to do with, like, maybe it's the dad's friend or, right? That's the kind of thing? Yeah, I think it does. Yeah, because it's never actually the daddy in my fantasy. Right. So, yeah, no, I'm actually lying now. Sometimes it is like I'm in a little pickle, pickle and I need money and he can pay me by doing something. Yeah, I've had those fantasies as well. Right. Uh, but all, more often it's some other person surrounded by daddy that does it. And just like a much older guy, you're a young girl. Yeah. That, I mean, there's a little bit of the yeah. submissive thing in there too, don't you yeah. think? Like oh, definitely, the yeah. The submissive part of you. And so yeah. you guys have been dating for two years, right? You're, I mean, mm -hmm. you have so much ahead of you as far as like sex is concerned. And now you did say like <laughs> you guys are here not engaged or anything, but like you do know that you want to spend the rest of your life with him. And like, does he feel the same way? Is that where you guys are heading? Yes. But 
you're not engaged now though. And do you want to have kids one day? Like, is this something that you see in the next like couple of years for you guys? I don't think so. I want to have kids. Yes. No, as far as marriage, I mean. Yeah, no, definitely. I want marriage and I want kids. I don't see it in the next couple of years because I think he still, he should still live a little bit longer. He's still very young. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting. He's 22. (laughs) Oh my God, very young. But I don't mind, don't mind at all because I, it's such a beautiful thing adopting anyway. So even if, if it will take us a few years, I don't mind. And Well, you can always, wants, let me just wants, tell you something. As somebody who tried at a very late age to have children, mm-hmm. I started in my 40s. I just really didn't have any clue of how hard it would be. I have a baby now, but like I have to say what I always tell younger women, um, especially because like I think it's better to wait and get out, live your life and stuff. Uh, is like freeze your eggs. Like if you just do one round and just like freeze some eggs, like at some point when yeah. in your thirties, that's a huge thing that you could do for yourself. I wished I would have done that for myself. I just didn't have any idea about the real sort of reality of like fertility and women's age and all that stuff. So for you and I, like, and I'm so glad I have to say, I'm so glad that I had my child in my forties and not any earlier because mm. I would have been miserable because like it really becomes all, if you're going to want to be a good mom, like it's really like all about your kid and you have no life. Like all those things are kind of true. And I just feel like if I did that in my twenties or even in my thirties, I wouldn't have been happy, but I'm so happy now. Cause it's like kind of been there, done that with everything else. So, but I had to go through a lot of medical stuff to have my baby because I waited so long. So I just say like, freeze your eggs and then you don't have to worry about it. You'll get like a lot of them. You're good to go. And then you really don't have to have a kid before you're ready for it because that could be a disaster. No, (laughs) definitely. That's why I haven't had one yet. I haven't been ready for the man. Like I haven't found the right man. Now I have found the right man, but I don't think he should be deprived of his no, and you guys just need to have a lot bitch, more fun. So. You guys are still no, yeah, living definitely. far away from me. Like, you're still apart. It's a funny thing that we should still have our fun. We keep talking. Like the first week, I think, when we met, I, I told him about a fantasy I've had for ages about the cage. I don't know if I emailed you it. She would tell us that one. Well, I have a really big fantasy of me being kept in a cage. Oh, yeah. No, I think you put this in. Yeah, go on. Yeah. And it's just for him to be used as he plays for a whole day. And I like people watching me, but for some reason, I also like when people ignore me. Like if Brett is fingering me while we're watching TV and I love for him to actually watch the TV, not me. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So we actually did buy a cage for a human body. We haven't used it yet. Uh And I like that because every time I don't want him to tell me when he's going to do things to me. Like I like nipple clips. I like the whip. I like the whole bondage thing. But I don't want him to do it every time because then it's not fun. So he always surprised me with it slowly. And I love that. So we have the case and I know we have the case. And every time I go see him or he comes see me, I'm excited for that. It might happen, but it's still such a big thing in my fantasy. I just wish for him to like put me in the cage, make me blow him through like the little bars or whatever. Just for him to go out to eat something, watch a little movie, come back, and I'm still there waiting to be used. And oh, I think that's so hey, could you? So is this just a fantasy or do you actually have it? You have it, right? We have the cage, yeah. And but so far, the actual keeping actual you in there is mm-hmm. a fantasy. Mm-hmm. You haven't yet. Yeah. yeah. So you have guys. Yeah. I mean, you said you guys laugh about the fact that you keep saying that you have a lot of more in you, but you really 
don't you think? Yeah. Oh God, yes. You haven't even gotten to the point where you live together. That's going to be a whole new thing. Yeah. I just feel like you have, and you're still young. Listen, you're not like 39. You're 32. I mean, that's when I think back to when I was 32, it's like, it feels like 50 years ago. I mean, like you're still super young at 32. So even with kids, you don't even have to freeze your eggs. I say start thinking about that if you're 37 and you haven't yet, but uh, you're still would be fine. So you guys could get married five years from now. Does he ever have plans? Do you guys have plans to move in together? Yes. Because of work, it's kind of hard to do that within the year. But Mm -hmm. after that, we've talked about it. That's great. I think that's like really great. I suggest that you guys to get some more action going. And what about the pegging? How did that come again? Come into thing? You've done that, right? Uh, That's not a. Yes, it's hard to figure out what's fantasy and what's not, even though your fantasies are super hot. Yeah, I wouldn't say we've done that to the full extent of what is possible, but yeah, we've done it. It's because he absolutely loves us. Now he's his biggest like love I think on the world is ass yes oh god yeah I think he loves ass more than he loves me to be honest (laughs) (laughs) and he loves your ass yes yes he loves my ass and he really wanted to fuck it it, it, like completely and I don't I don't mind trying new things but obviously you gotta do it gently yeah and I haven't really had big experiences with that before so I was a bit nervous so I just told him if you wanted to do it to me, I'll have to do it to you. And that was a deal. And we did. But I encourage everyone who's going to try it to actually invest money in a strap-on because the one I got was shit. Oh, really? Now the yes, the strap, because the actual dough was made of silicone and soft silicone, I can't explain it really. Yeah. It just came out of the strap when I was fucking. Oh, God. And it was just a turn off. So it was a bit. Yeah, the last thing you want to do is fumbling while you're doing. Yes. So we bought a new dildo now. So we're going to probably try it when I go this week. Okay. So he's looking for it. So he's into that. Like he's open to that as yeah. well, right? Yes. And yeah. how did you like anal with him? Did he do it to you? Yeah, I Sorry. feel like, well, well, you're, so did you like it done to you? Like, was, did he actually make you like it? Cause you said you had some not so great experience with it, but like when you did it with him, was it better? Was it okay? Did you like it? Uh, I absolutely love when men or women for that reason, uh, ate my ass. Mm-hmm. It's so sexy because it's a bit bad. Like, I don't know how to, but it's dirty. so it's sexy. A dirty. It's, yeah, yeah. I think that's what people Probably, are, just, think about it. Like they, it's like a dirty thing. Yeah, and I absolutely love it. So, yeah, and yes, I do like actual penetration in my ass as well, but uh, it has to be done gently. I'm really sensitive and I'm not all there yet. I wish I was. Like, I wish I was like Britney on your show or Molly or whatever it was. Yeah. But Brett keeps saying I got potential. What do you mean you're not there, meaning like you just can't just get pounded, but you like it? Like, what do you mean? Yeah, no, that is exactly what I mean. I can't get pounded yet, but I do like it. Right. Yeah, I think you just have to. I always liked it, but for me, I was always yeah. in control of it, and I had to wait. And exactly. like, it was like a thing. Yeah. And then once you get to a certain point, you're like, whatever. And the minute they start yeah. going hard and fast, it's like maybe four seconds after that, and you come. Like it's so. It, but exactly. I always felt like most women have a bad sort of taste in their mouth for it because some guy just guys think that they could just like put it ram a dick up your ass. 
and they're good to go. And it's like, that's not how it works. Of course that would kill for anybody. You have to like work it slowly and whatever. And that all comes with being with somebody that you're comfortable with. I think most of my female friends are really scared of like stories of shit coming out of the eyes and it doesn't matter how yeah, many you can't times even you tell care that. about that. I mean, you can't even, you <laughs> yeah, just, I, I mean, mean like, really like just clean yourself for God's sake. And I always tell my friends as well, don't buy the shitty, like what it is. I don't even know what it's called where you pump up water in your butt and just push it out. That, that just finger yourself a little bit in your butt before you're going to have sex. Like, I guess you know, I'm just sure gross. <laughs> I'm kind of gross because I never cared about that. I never thought of it. It was like in the moment. I'm not thinking of that. Like once I'm into it and I don't know if that's ever happened or not because I've never tr- cleaned or done anything. You know what I mean? And I'm yeah. like anybody else. But I don't think in the middle of it or after like anyone really cares. It doesn't make, it doesn't change anything. And it's in the moment. It's like hot. And then you're over. If there's mm. anything left over, I don't know who, I don't know. I don't, I don't get weirded out by stuff like that during sex. I mean, like, listen, if somebody smelled really bad, like your friend, that's a different thing. But if <laughs> certain things, when, you know, normal things could happen when you're doing stuff like that, it's just a part yeah. of business. It's not a big deal. No, yeah, it was definitely. Really good. So I don't think yeah. girls, I think what women don't understand sometimes is like how they don't realize how much guys don't care about certain things that they exactly. think. Yeah. guys would care about a guy if no, you, agree. like most girls boyfriends like would love to fuck them in the ass and like if they would just let them do it they wouldn't care if there was a little poop on it at the end it, you know what I'm saying like yeah. it's honestly like most likely they'll be using a condom and they just take it off and I don't know that, that would be a deal breaker but I think girls think it would be but I think guys yeah. wouldn't care I don't know I don't know yeah no definitely but what I think is I love eating my boyfriend's house as well. Like, yeah. I absolutely love that. And I love fingering him. I love licking my finger after. It's just sexy because we both think it's sexy. And that's our thing now. Spit and bum holes and pre-cum. <laughs> what did you just say? I said spit, bum hole and pre-cum. Right. That's your thing, right? That's what you both love? That's my thing. And I think, yeah, I think that's what got us into the next fantasy of us sucking a dick together. It's all of that stuff. The pre-cum. You got him maybe into that because of all your into being into it, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. And do you think that you're, I mean, I know that you've been looking for a girl, but like, have you been looking for the guy? No, not yet. But in our fantasy and in our chats, in his words, it's always a black eye. He likes big well, dicks. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared of big dicks. No, right. I'm kidding. So I think if we've ever find one then it might be a tall guy because I like tall guys my first boyfriend was black and I think maybe that's it like, I don't know he just likes me to be enjoying myself so like you said he's the pleaser he's the one that likes to yes. please he wants to make yes. you come a million times that makes him feel like a fucking yeah. man yeah, everyone has yeah. like their thing and that they're into, but like you guys are super compatible with all that stuff. And it seems like you guys are super compatible yeah. in other areas too, I'm assuming, because it's not like you just yeah, love definitely. having sex with him. Like you want to marry this guy. You guys are planning and moving yeah, in together. Yeah, he's my best friend. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's important. That stuff is going to take you a long way as far as like if you have a really great friendship, you have really great sex, you have all the foundations. There's no reason why that should go stale anytime soon. But maybe you guys will be looking for the couple after I talk to him and give him the same advice I gave you to look for a couple. Maybe you guys will be doing the guy and the girl sooner than we think. Maybe. You never know. But I'll be talking to him soon. I don't know what we're calling him, but we called you, Nicole, on this episode. And then we're going to be talking to him. I'll be talking to your other half and people will get to hear from his side of the story. It's interesting. Yes. See how that works. But anyway, thanks so much for calling in, Nicole, and telling us all your stuff. 
No worries. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And when you guys step into that other world with the couples and do other things, people, you're the kind of person that my guests will want to hear from again. Oh, definitely. And we'll go on that Fetch Club Friday that he doesn't know, but he'll know when you speak to him. Oh, okay, um, cool. So we, we might... <laughs> yeah, we could find out what happens there. Yes. I'll remember to ask him. All right. Thanks so much, Nicole, for calling in. Thank you. Have Bye. fun this weekend. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.